You are listening to LGR Reviews on the Let's Get Ready Network. On this network, we talk about the movie trivia showdown, the first class league, sports, Star Wars, movies, TV, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR Network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show. guys it's time for another lgr review i got uh, some of my homies over here caleb coming in with another review response and dagan we all three seen this movie uh and everything uh and then the movie we are going to be talking about tonight is going to be the movie x the uh newest horror movie to come out from a24 uh and i'm, I'm just going to start it out with this guys like every time i sit down in the theater or at home for that case because some of these movies i may miss and not be able to catch in the theaters from a24 uh Maybe they don't knock it out of the park every time. Like, it's not a home run. Like, oh, this is the best movie I ever saw. But every movie, on pretty much every movie I've seen by them, and especially in the more of a thriller horror genre that they put out, is solid. Like, I'm never coming out of the movie theater disappointed. Like, I'm always like, ah, oh, that was a pretty damn solid movie. To sometimes even great. And we'll be able to see, like, how we feel about the movie just a little bit. But before we get started... If y'all want to like open it up, man, tell how y'all feeling, man. How'd y'all like it or not like it? No, I really like this movie. This movie was like, it, it gave me uh, pretty much everything I wanted from it. You know, it, got, it gave me the good titties, gave me the good killings. Wow. Uh, you know, the creepiness was all there. Uh, I, uh, um, yeah, just everything about it. Like, I, I was really digging, uh, you know, what they were selling, you know. All right, Dagan, man, throw out your little quick thing. Like, we're about to go into overall thoughts, like, but more detailed, but like a quick thing about, like, you going to see this movie and if you enjoyed it or not overall. I did. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Uh, I was lucky that it was me and my buddy Tyler, and we were the only two people in the theater. So, got a pretty, it was able to, like, kind of talk and stuff through the movie if we wanted to and really react. But, um, yeah. yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're here to talk to you about the most horrifying terrifying horror villain of all time geriatric horny people <laughs> possibly yeah so like we'll go ahead and throw it up here for like uh overall thoughts man i'll kick it off like i'm gonna be honest with you like i didn't like this is one of those movies that i was like okay cool i saw the trailer i was interested in it it was another a24 you know possible banger here so i was like definitely gonna go see it and everything else and to me, I love horror. So like even when you start off with a trope, right, like these people want to make a movie, in this case, an X-rated movie uh, back in like the er late, at, I'm going to say early, but it's actually late. It's like 78 or 79. 79. Um, yeah, yeah, back in those days uh, doing like some of the first like X-rated movies and stuff like that. Well, they ended up picking the wrong farmhouse. Like that's the whole idea when I saw the trailer. That's what I knew when I was coming into and some people don't like that, right? Some people don't like the fact that you're following some of the major tropes, but I'm fine with it as long as you're like, diff, you know, you, you make it uh, different than than anything normal that like usually follows that same trope. And I think this movie actually turned a lot of things around on us and like try to change a lot of things. So like definitely what Dagan said in the opening, like uh, you had some uh, something more dangerous than uh, maybe young people like in the throes of love is maybe these old geriatric folks like 
uh, being in the throes of love because uh, you had this old couple owns a farmhouse. These people go out there to make a movie. And the one thing that this movie really kind of changed and turned like on its head is usually if there's some kind of like sexual deviant in a movie like this, especially like a horror film, like 96% of the time it's going to be the male, maybe even a higher percentage than that. And in this movie, like it turns out, it's the old lady that's old like the sexual deviant. Like, like, <laughs> Uh, and it's pretty crazy. Like there's a couple of things, right? Like she obviously she's married to a man and she loves him with all her heart, but she's actually trying to find women. So it's like, this is one of the few times that I can like, I know it's happened in movies before, but this is one of the few times going to the movie theater that I was like, Oh, cool. Like, so th this person right here, uh, is like, I guess you would say bisexual cause she's wanting to like, you can see it in the movie and see it in some of the scenes and stuff like that. That like, so you have, uh, uh, you know, alternative lifestyles kind of like going on in here. <laughs> so that if, if I get, I, I, but it's one of those things like where she's the bad guy. So it's like, if you're part of that community, do you really want to have like her be part of your community at that point kind of thing? So I guess like some people may, you know, fight back because of that, but, but no, nah, man, this movie to me was like really super good and great. There was like the way they shot it at times reminded me of something that me and Dagan did earlier this year when we watched like the very original first Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre, there oh, were yeah, a couple yeah. of scenes. Total Texas yeah. Chainsaw Massacre vibes, yeah. especially like driving up to the gas station, driving under the farm. Yeah. They got the van, like, yeah. Gas station, van, driving up to the farm, like you said. Uh, and we know from some of the movies that was released afterwards, like that he had older people in his family and stuff. So like, so like, yeah, the and it was people here kind of did that. Yeah, it took place in Texas. Uh, but some of the shots like uh, that, like Texas Chainsaw, because like that's one of the things me and Dagan talked about in that Texas Chainsaw Massacre review was like for it to be an old horror movie like that. There were some like iconic shots, like shots that looks like it could have been in like a love story movie in some spots of that movie, which was kind of weird. But like in this movie, I saw some of those same kind of shots and stylization. And, and it's and it's like with it being newer, like a newer movie this time of day and age when we have the technology and stuff, they're just really able to even do it better than what they could back then. But yeah, man, like I couldn't, this overall thoughts of this movie was like, great. There's not that many weaknesses I could find. Like it's one of those deals to where the great parts didn't like do, like I said earlier, hit like that super big home run, but it's still great. Right. Like it didn't like raise above or beyond, uh, some other movies that you might would put up against it as far as like a grading scale or whatnot, but it was still super solid with some super solid scenes. And a couple of those we'll talk about later, but we'll go uh, to you, Dagan, like your overall more detailed thoughts, man. Yeah. Well, uh, to echo a lot of what you're saying, I, I definitely got some Texas Chainsaw vibes or initially, um, but then I think it kind of went in a different direction that we you didn't expect. Like I, I also watched the trailer before I saw this, and I, I, I had a feeling that the trailer was was kind of uh, it was not going to be at all what it was about. Uh, they were trying to throw us off, and I certainly felt that. But I did think they, they did a lot of stuff different, and that's what I liked about it. Uh, where you, as you were saying, Justin, like they didn't have these massive epic moments like maybe that, that kill with the hammer in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre mm -hmm. that, that we love so much. But it, it did other stuff that you wouldn't expect, like a fucking alligator it eats a, a lady at one point, like, you know? And and that thing of, like, the the sexual thing, the, that 
that all that was different as well because you get the, the weird like old people as well involved there but um overall i i i thoroughly enjoyed this movie as i said i think it's it's one of the better horror movies that i've seen recently and yeah i think a24 continues to knock it out of the park with these with these genre in this genre and yeah it just it, it was it was very very good and definitely can get into a little bit more detail on it but just overall i would i would say a very very solid film yeah maybe not like a masterpiece or anything but definitely one that i could go back and rewatch and enjoy again right and like before caleb goes because like we have talked about the <clears throat> similarities we've seen with texas chainsaw massacre i thought for one for a moment in this film like until it got to the very end basically but leading up to the end, I actually thought that this was like a Prometheus style movie where you don't even know it's part of the Alien franchise. And then it turns out to be like I actually thought that this movie was going to be a super cool secret way to do like an actual like Texas Chainsaw Massacre style like prequel. Like even before maybe Leatherface is even introduced kind of thing where you get to see his family and like how everything began before he actually started terrorizing things. And I wasn't even thinking about the year, right? It wouldn't make sense because like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre stuff happened earlier in the 70s. Five years earlier. Yeah, but I wasn't thinking about that at the time, but just the feel of that movie, I was like, oh, they're about to pull the rug out from underneath us. And this is some kind of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre film that wasn't actually advertised for that. And it was made there to like kind of surprise you. But Caleb, man, go ahead, dude. Like what did you, your overall deep thoughts about like this film? Um, yeah, I did I think I, I did a really good job of um, getting that feel, that Texas Chainsaw Massacre feel, because um, it was the 70s and it was in that time. Um, I did a good job with that. And then um, I think it did a good job of like, um, not not doing what I expected, because I, I really didn't know um, anything about the movie going in. Um, you know, I didn't really see a trailer or anything. I, I really had no idea. So just having like an un, uh, unexpected killer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, having that the old people would, you know, you know, you don't expect, you know, to for some old old ass people to be some threat, and you know, of, co- of course that you know everything you know, end up killing him, but I mean, but um, yeah, of course that, that the characters didn't, uh, and that, that that I thought that was cool because the characters definitely didn't think they were any threat either, so that it's always always a, like a surprise that they would um, go and take someone out. Um, but yeah, that that, that I thought all the kills were good, uh, cool to me. Um, especially like a gator one. Um, uh, but yeah, I thought, I thought to do, uh, especially uh, putting in the, like you, you, this simple premise of just, you know, wrong place, wrong time. A lot of horror movies go off of that. Um, but uh, putting more into that, putting uh, more things into that uh, within, uh, within like a simple premise like that. I think they did a really good job of that. Right. Yeah, and they, you see the, well, go ahead, David. No, I was going to say, yeah, they explore that more and they, they do different things with it. And, yeah, I think that the sort of we expect certain things to maybe happen and they don't, and that that's what that's what kind of makes this movie interesting is that you know it's it is it's not what you expect, and and sort of on those same lines, I I, I figured there was going to be some kind of supernatural thing because that's another sort of trope, right? And they drop that early these hints of like the devil and you get this the video the preacher and everything, and I I'm like okay this is going to end up being like that the all these people are possessed by the devil or something there's going to be some weird like satanic shit going on but it was none of that at all it felt very grounded you know in that sense yeah. that there really wasn't any sort of supernatural thing going on mm-hmm. so I, I actually 
I like those kinds of horror movies more so. I mean, supernatural horror has its place for sure, but I love it when I kind of maybe go in expecting that, and it turns out that's not the case. Yeah, because, like, in this movie, you had the old man. That's who you see first. And, like, the old lady's kind of looking through the window. You kind of think maybe she's got dementia or something, you know. Like, she probably can't do anything for herself when you first see her. But, like, the guy, you see him, he's, like, walking around, pulling out a shotgun. You're like, oh, this this son of a bitch is ready to get nasty. Like, you know, so they kind of set that up. And then it turns you on your head when you find out, like, nah, man, he's not the leader. Like, he just really loves this woman and been in love with her for years and they've been together for years. So he's just following her. But like you were saying, the whole supernatural thing I thought may come into play as well at some point. But then at the end of the movie, especially like right there at the end, when you're getting those final kills and final moments, they like really shut the door on that really fast because like the old man, for instance, is like, Oh, like earlier in the movie part of the reason why this woman's trying to get what she wants like and be able to like be with these younger women and stuff like that that she thinks is beautiful is because her old man really can't do nothing because like he can't take the look his heart can't take it yeah Yeah. man like he's saying his heart can't take it so he can't be taking the blue chew if you know what i'm saying (laughs) because he might have to like go into cardiac arrest so like they set that up right and there's a part in the movie where after they made a couple of kills, they're making love in one of the bedrooms of one of the girls while one of the girls is underneath uh, like, the bed. I know, I know. When we get to a certain section of this, we know Caleb's going to talk about that. That's probably you know, my, one of his most hated moments. But while this is happening, the young girl's underneath the bed hiding. But you see this love scene, and like he doesn't die, right? And she's like kind of happy at that point, like that she got that love making and she's feeling good. Almost like she doesn't need the thing that she's been trying to get anymore if, if her husband can, you know, get rock hard and show her a good time. So that kind of happens. But then not long after that, they shoot one of the girls that are trying to run out of the house, like right in the face with a shotgun, which is pretty gnarly. And, <laughs> and the old guy tries to drag her into the house. And when he's doing that, she makes like a noise like she's still alive and it startles him. And the dude literally just dies <laughs> from a heart attack. Like Another thing you didn't him. expect. You're yeah, like, oh, yeah, exactly. Brutal death and he just, it's a heart attack. Yeah, heart attack kills his ass, and I'm expecting him to jump up at any moment during the end of this film to try to, like, you know, do that surprise, like, oh, you thought he was dead, but he right. wasn't. No, nah, man, the motherfucker dead. He was dead. Yeah. Like, and, and that's one of the things I really liked about this movie because, like, it's still, even with some of the craziness that went on, it was still pretty grounded, right? Like, a lot of times mm-hmm. in horror films, they go a little too far. And in this movie, I didn't think they did that. But with that being said, uh, and basically just overall thoughts on the movie and, and, and picking out some of the uh, scenes and stuff like that, talking about it. But I really want to like see what y'all thought about the directing and acting. In this particular movie, uh, like we talked about, a lot of similarities to one of my favorite all time, like uh, one of the first slasher movies, you know, back in the days. Like, matter of fact, I think it was the first one. If, you, if you're just counting like Michael Myers and Jason and Freddie, like, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre was the first one to ever come out. And me and Dagan talking about some of those scenes and stuff and how it was filmed. It was actually filmed better. Like it, it was a uh, kind of a grotesque style movie, but it had these like the, the director in that film, like really didn't just go like, OK, it's going to be gory and nasty. Who gives a crap how it's shot? He actually still shot the movie like he was trying to make a masterpiece or something, right? Like, even though it was like this really gory film. And I think the director did this pretty well. I think the director, I would not be shocked if the director of this film was a big time Texas Chainsaw Massacre fan. 
and like yeah. took a lot of notes from that because I've got a lot of feelings. We've talked about it multiple times already and the way he shot it and stuff. So I give the director that uh, I want to give on the acting part. I really want to find out who was the person who who picked these, you know, actors. The casting movie. director needs a raise. Yeah, the casting director here was amazing because I love to go see. And this is one of the reasons why in horror it's so cool because it happens a decent amount more than you think. But like in this movie, especially, yeah, there might have been one or two actors in this that's played in a couple of things that's kind of famous for it a little bit, but not like hugely famous. But most of the stars in this movie are unknown people. Like I couldn't look at them and go, oh, this is this person from this movie or this movie or this movie. But not one, like a lot of times in these movies, there will be one, two, maybe even three actors or actresses that are really fall short and just really aren't that good. I'm here to say that I think everyone played their particular role like super great, to be honest with you, like uh, super good. Uh, and I think that is one of the things I was going to bring up earlier, but I talk about it now. I think that's why the Rotten Tomato scores, like I know it sounds like we're loving this movie, uh, you know, abundantly, but it almost deserves it because right now in Rotten Tomatoes, this is a 96% with the critics, wow. 74% audience score. And that's one of those things you don't see a lot of time with horror, especially that critic score being that high. Like, so the critics really, I think, really dug down deep under the surface, right? Because a lot of times critics don't give horror movies the score because there's all that craziness that goes on. And there's some of that craziness that goes on this movie. But I think the critics really saw the directing of this and the actors and actresses in this movie, like really showcase their skills. Like I said, I didn't like, there may not be a superstar in this mix, like a real big superstar in this mix, but I didn't see any weaklings either. I see anybody that was in this movie to me, the way they showcase the talents that they did have, to me could be in another movie next week, maybe in a minor role, but they could probably play a pretty good part because they all did fabulous. There's not one actor, even the old people they chose, right? Like for those spots uh, and everything, there's not one person in this movie that I would have said, yo, it would have been better with another actor because I think they did very good, but that's me, man. I, I love the directing and acting of this movie. Uh, we'll start with you, Caleb, this time. Like, do you agree with that or did you see some? Yeah, I, I thought the directing was re really good. Um, I think uh, how they captured like that, even trying to capture the 70s porn style. I think they oh, did a yeah. good job with, with those those scenes. Yeah, um, and even you, you even saw the like in the, in the movie, the, the director of the porn was, you know, he was like really trying to make a good porn. You know, he was trying to direct all well. I think that was kind of related to how the actual movie itself was being filmed as well. And um, also, I thought that that, um, especially because uh, usually just like horror movies, they'll pick up like one characteristic characteristic of a character, and that's pretty much all they are, you know, yeah. throughout the movie. And they're they're just that, you know, they're either dumb girl, a big jog, or whatever. You know, I, I thought like if you saw like um, with with the, the Vietnam guy, the, the main porn actor. You know, he, he was in Vietnam, he was more to him than just, you know, being a stupid, dumb porn guy, you know, or like the the, the quiet girl, you know, she, she was more than just quiet girl, like she wanted to get it involved too, so, and then she went off the handle at the end, you know, she had different, you know, um, I don't know, expressions about herself. Uh, I think I think they did that with everybody, and uh, I think that really showed in the film. Um, and yeah, so I thought they all did a really good job, and I think director brought it up. Uh, did a good job bringing that out of them. No, I'm going to tell you before we go to Dagan, I really super agree. And you brought up some good points here because I felt like in this movie, 
there were a couple of things like we talk, we like to talk about the, the, we already talked about a couple of times with the old couple being the killers, especially the woman and how she was. But like with what you just said, you, you see this guy like, Oh, you think he's just in there. Cause he got that long dong, you know, yeah. going down. Like he's, he's part of the porn just for that reason. But nah, dude, he's like a Vietnam like veteran. Like, and he, so there's more to him than that. Right. Like, and he wasn't like super dumb either. Like he was just doing his thing, chilling, like smoking a little weed and everything else like and doing his thing but there's also like a kind of like a twist and turn in this movie like you just said the quiet girl that never says anything ends up wanting to be part of the porn and then at the very beginning of the movie they set it up that the guy filming this whole thing the guy that's got the camera equipment and everything else like even calls her like don't be a prude right mm -hmm. like he he called he says like don't be a prude i didn't think you were a prude and she was like i'm not but you're like oh well she's just saying that she probably is then it turns out that he's kind of the prude if you really exactly. look at it that way. Oh, like, he's the so, one girl in the movie. Yeah, and even though it's not like this huge thing in the movie, like it does kind of fit this movie, like where you think and all this stuff, like nah, man, like it turns out the guy's kind of the prude and she's the one willing to try things. And like even with the like you know so called dumb blonde they like to put in these movies, like even she had like a pretty good yeah. brain. Like in some parts, towards the end, like yeah, how she when died, she went so she with the old woman, I think that showed you know at least a, a some of a different side of her. Like she just wasn't just a dumb blonde. Like she was, you know, yeah, trying to be exactly. Nice, like to, you yeah. Know. yeah, I totally agree. Right. She made a couple of dumb movements, but she was more. There was more to her than just that. Yeah, there was more to her than just oh, I want to make a quick buck. So like I do agree with that. Almost every character had some kind of like different thing going on and different thought process that like kind of turn you around a little bit on most of them. So that's another great thing. We always complain about movies. Oh, they didn't set up the character. There are only two characters got set up. The rest of them were just there. This movie, you really can't say that. Like it's hard for you to find one of the characters that didn't get a little bit of story to it. And, and you get an ex explanation about like kind of who they were, but go ahead. Uh, day in with your thoughts, directing and acting, man, you agree with us or are you going to be well, have a different opinion? Yeah, I, I agree with what a lot with what you guys have said so far. Uh, that the guy that had the prude line, I, I that was one thing that I did expect that did actually happen. Which I was like, this is, he's going to be the first one to, to bite it to get murdered, and for sure, as he tries to get away there and steal the van and take off, he gets uh, just absolutely murdered and then raped potentially by the old lady. So um, we had we had that going on, but uh, I thought uh, overall the directing the acting was phenomenal. You know, Justin mentioned you didn't really need that big star for this movie. And I think that a lot of the actors in this movie and the director as well are rising stars. And that's also what makes this movie, I think, uh, so fun is that you're probably going to see a lot of these actors get more roles, especially in like the horror genre after this. Uh, you know, Jenna Ortega, especially I mean, she's she was in Scream. Uh, yeah. and she's in this and she's great in both in, in different ways. And I thought Mia Goth was just absolutely phenomenal in this movie as both the lead actress porn star of the movie, but also the old lady with, so she's her and full on. Damn, that's a makeup. I yeah. didn't know that, bro. Damn, yeah. makeup department. Damn, they should have got, got an Academy Award, which I know is too late. This movie came out way later <laughs> to qualify. But for next, next year, year. For next year. damn, yeah. for next year, whoever did that makeup better get some kind of damn Oscar nomination or something. Because, yeah. look, man, that she lady played. Yeah, from yeah. what you just said, like, she played two parts in this movie. And I never. Look, 
when we go to coming to America and Eddie Murphy and them playing all kinds of different roles, I could still tell like, oh, that's Eddie just made up a little bit. That ain't, that shit ain't happening in this movie. I'm totally <laughs> shocked by that. Like that was super great job. Like I'm glad you pointed that out. Let's we'll clip that out. Justin finds out in real time that Mia Goth <laughs> is also the old lady in X. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think she's she's gonna be a big star. I mean, she's been in some stuff already, but you had her, you had Brittany Snow, I thought was great as the blonde in this. Kid Cuddy, I mean, like I, I knew him I know him from his, his rap career, not so much his acting career. So I think he, he showed some chops here. He's also an executive producer on this movie. Uh, and then the the old guy I thought was great as well. And then you know, I think with a smaller cast, you have a lot more potential to develop the characters and have these actors really go in depth with the characters. So I thought that was, was really well done. This movie didn't, I don't think had that big of a budget. And so I think they did a lot with what they were able to, to work with. So uh, that, and I think Ty West who hasn't done a lot, he did the innkeepers, uh, which I, I haven't seen, but I've heard good things about. But uh, not as much, not as many theatrical ventures. Much more like TV and everything. So I feel like this is going to be another rising uh, director in the horror genre. I'm really, really interested to see what his next film is going to be because I think this one is just going to be a launching pad for everybody that was involved uh, in the making of it. Yeah, good stuff, man. But like talking about good stuff, we got the best and worst moments. I don't know how many worst moments we're going to have on this one because like i think we're, we're all three obviously are pretty positive about this movie just like a lot of other yeah. people that seen it but now nah, i'll start it off man my best moment of this thing is that whole segment where we just talked about the old man dies of a heart attack legitimately just dies of an heart attack and then soon after the old lady has the, the double barrel shotgun trying to you know shoot the what we call the end girl you know what i'm saying there's always that girl, final girl. in the movie the final mm-hmm. girl and she shoots tries to shoot her and the girl jumps out of the way at the last second. But as she shoots, it, it's a freaking double barrel shotgun. So she flies 20 feet. It's got a kick. Flies 20 feet out the door, <laughs> yeah. like out there in the yard, like clears the porch and everything. And like in this case, we are dealing with old people. No supernatural. She breaks a hip. So she's just <laughs> laying there basically helpless. Like I just found that like yeah, she really that like, alert. yeah, like it was yeah. kind of funny, but like. I'm falling and it, I can't get up. It was one of those things that I thought was the perfect line drawn because that could have been super funny that took you out of the movie, but it fit this movie perfectly for whatever reason. And even though I giggled, even though I laughed at that moment, it didn't take me out of the movie. It made perfect sense for this film and where it took us. Like like I said, it, it they were right there on that fence, but they were able to do it perfectly, I think masterfully. So that really kept me still in the movie. I re- and, it, and it made me like really enjoy the movie even more than I probably would have if they would have took a different turn to it. So that was really good uh, as far as that goes. And just like I said, like I mentioned it a little bit and talked about it a little bit just a few minutes ago, all these characters, like even though they would do maybe make a dumb decision and everything, like – I do feel like that uh, most of the things that happened in this film was earned because it's like, you know, like the girls like towards the end of the movie, it's like, bro, when somebody shoots a look, I live in the South Alabama. When somebody shoots a double barrel shotgun that had already been happened in the movie beforehand, like you, you looking around because somebody just got that ass killed. Right. <laughs> so you're going to be on high alert. You're not going to be in different rooms. You're not going to be separating or any of that shit. You're going to be like, whoa, sit, something's going down. But another thing is, 
I don't know because we haven't talked about it yet, but my favorite possible scene in this film is when uh, I guess you would call her the lead girl because the movie was basically like the final girl. Like I, you know, I, cause the movie, even though it still gave a lot of other characters some time, it did really kind of focus on her a little bit more. Uh, when she went out to the water, uh, whenever they were first starting to do the day of filming and she went out to the water and was like smoking a cigarette and it's like, she gets in the water and she's swimming out to the middle of the little pond or whatever it is. And you see that gator, that whole scene, like because it kept cutting away. It would be on her and then they would go back to the scene that they were shooting in the house and then it would go back to her. Perfectly done. Look, that was true drop. I'm one of these people. I go see horror films. I don't get scared for nothing. But there are certain things that can happen that starts putting that tension in your body, right? When you start grabbing your seat, like your 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 hand rests on your seat just a little harder than what you were probably in most of the movie or even all the movie. That scene, dude, was picture perfect of her slowly swimming back to the dock. She doesn't know anything. The gator's kind of gaining on her. And, and it just made it more perfect that the gator wasn't, like, going super fast. The gator was, like, kind of going normal speed as well. So, and, But he was slowly just kind of gaining on her and stuff. And that whole time, you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, is it going to happen? Is a gator going to take this girl out right here at the very beginning of the movie? And I re- you really built it up, made it, like, worthwhile. And she just happens she even gets to the dock and sits there for a second and takes a breath and you're like well like a gator right behind your head and it makes sense because gators don't yeah gators don't make noise they're not going out there splashing around he's coming up on that ass man and she happens to just jump right out of the lake right at the right time gets on the pier and the gator doesn't get her but that was like perfectly done uh, uh suspense right to me perfectly set up perfectly good foreplay we could say especially in this movie yeah. before we start getting save, like the real stuff save that on. gator for later oh yeah no i loved it and <laughs> i don't have a worse moment like uh i know caleb's gonna bring up a worse moment because we kind of already mentioned it already <laughs> the context like, of the movie yeah even, yeah even in that movie like i thought it was like i thought it was fine i thought it was all right and they didn't like uh hang on some old uh old titties too long Ooh, or any of that kind no. of stuff Thank you know God. what i'm saying there wasn't like no super close-ups, but you already knew what the people looked like because you had already seen the old lady naked one time. So like your mm-hmm. imagination kind of takes you to a point, but I'm not even going to call that a worse moment. But, I, you know, Caleb, I know what yours is most likely going to be, so we'll jump to you on the subject <laughs> right here, man. Best well, that's, worst the, that's, my, that's my worst moment. I not like seeing two old people getting on. That was Ooh. some nasty-ass shit. There's some old-ass, saggy-ass, wrinkly-ass, nasty-ass. Wow, there's a bunch of ass all over the place. That's some nasty stuff right there. That was my probably my only worst moment because I had a lot of good best moments. Um, the the when the well, I mean, I'll just say the best moments was you know, you know, the porn scenes. I mean, they did that pretty damn well. Okay, you know, the scene, seeing all them scenes. Uh, yeah, I, I like them scenes, and then uh, um, uh, the where where she the the, the quiet girl just starts freaking out. And she just runs out the uh, out the out the door, and she get blasted. I that yeah, so funny, man. I was like, God damn, son. Because in other words, you didn't expect you didn't that's, expect yeah, it to go down that way. <laughs> well, yeah. that fits in line with the characters that we talked about, right? Like, and some of these things turning on a dime on you. I felt like she was the main character because yeah, she was awesome. that quiet girl. I thought she was going to be the one that survived. She gets trapped in the basement, but then they kind of forgetting about her and she's trying to get out of there. And she like 
gets herself out of that predicament and everything. And you're like, oh shit. Like, so this is the main star and it turns out not to be that. So like, that's crazy. Yeah. That's a good moment. A good moment. Caleb. Yeah, for sure. There was yeah, some, uh, they, they were focused on delivery because you saw her change from the movie and, uh, um, then, you know, uh, focus on her being captured. So you did think like she was, you know, maybe they were focusing her, her to be the final girl, but then, it's, you know, did that switch up. And then uh, another one of my best moments was, was right after that, you know, the like you said, the old lady just, you know, using a shotgun, she go flying 20 feet in the air. That shit was hilarious. I was cracking up so much on that part. And yeah, the the gator scene um, just coming up, you know, taking, you know, taking out the blonde, you know, that, 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 that was awesome. You know, that was awesome. Yeah, the other gator that. scene. Now, yeah, the, there were some uh, good kills. There were some good kills in this. Uh, the, the other one I liked was, uh, the porn director guy looking through the, the hole, he gets just stabbed right, that right was in the eyeballs. Old school Jason Voorhees style yeah, thing. He actually killed someone one. to pitchfork in one of his movies. But I, well, Caleb, though, when uh, you, you just uh, brought up that the shotgun scene again, you know what it reminded me of, man? And it's one of the funniest moments in a film that a lot of people like to me is an underrated moment. Like people don't laugh as much at it. But in Wedding Crashers, when they go like bird hunting or whatever, and there's a point where like a uh, home dude like goes to lift his gun, but like and he shoots it and it like knocks him out of the ass. screen. Yeah. No, yeah, but like in that moment when he shoots the gun, but he flies off the screen because of like the kick on it, like just knocks him like out of the screen. Like that shit made me laugh for, for 30, 40 minutes. And I literally <laughs> I thought about that scene when this scene happens, and that's why I did the giggle and everything when I was even in the theaters. So like yeah man that's great I, I didn't know if you guys even remember that scene or not but that, that just what it oh yeah me of. yeah but Dagan man best and worst man as as like you said I don't really have a worst moment because uh, they're you don't have anything against wrinkly titties like you don't have anything against wrinkly titties like I don't have fine. anything against it I don't necessarily need to see it on the screen right I got you um. <laughs> But at least knowing that the balls too. I mean, that was pretty gross. Wow, they were there. It was very disgusting, uh, and it, it, it's nice to know that at least there was some prosthetics there to, to like, you know. I kind of thought it was sweet. It's still man. gross, but it's like okay, there's there's definitely some some makeup and stuff involved here as well. But um, yeah, I the the other thing, the other moment that I'll bring up that I really thought was well done because a lot of times. It, it doesn't work to start the movie at the end, right? But there are certain movies, I think, where it's it's done really well, and I think this case for sure, where the movie begins and you see the aftermath of what has gone down here and the sheriff is sort of investigating it. And then they come back to it at the very end, of course. But I really liked how it, that it wasn't a lot. They didn't show you, like, they there were certain things like the axe, and like just the blood and the, there's a dead body, but we, you don't really see it, it. And it just establishes that some real fucked up shit has gone down here. And then we're going to take you on this this uh, totally know, journey to, to see how it all plays out. And then perfectly well done to bring us back to that at the very end. And that line that you see in the trailer, uh, this is a, what's on the camera? The guy finds the camera and says, yeah. the look of it. A really fucked up looking horror picture. So yeah, I'm gonna tell you right now two things from what you just said is that opening scene, which we probably should have talked about a little more because I thought it was really good and really well done too. But uh two things about that. One, 
it reminds me, even though it's different, it reminds me of another Texas Chainsaw Massacre thing where you kind of get the story, you know, at the very beginning where it's telling you about, oh, teens wind up at a whatever. There's like a guy, like a radio, the guy on the radio actually like kind of telling you basically what happened, you know, at the very beginning of the movie and stuff. And then like in another thing, if you remember in Kill Bill, when the sheriff rides up to the uh, to the to that church and everything like for the first time and you and you think that the the bride's dead and everything else and all the slaughtering that happened in that like uh that whole scene where the sheriff walks in and sees all this like messed up stuff and everything like kind of reminded me of that scene as well like the sheriff gets out of his car he's walking up and he's kind of slowly walking by all of this stuff uh i the i will tell you this the only thing Cause I thought when they went to the basement and they were like, yo God, look at this. I was like, oh man, it's going to be the worst thing in that basement yeah. that you're ever going to see. And it turned out just to be a dead dude hanging with his dick hanging. Like, <laughs> to be, and that's kind of bad, right? Like, you know, that's kind of oh, bad. Yeah. You experience like a person like split yeah. open, like splattered you know, all over the walls. It, or yeah, it like. is bad to see like a, a dude hanging there with his old rigor mortis dome, yeah. just kind of hanging out and everything. You mm. know, like that. That was kind of like, yeah. whoa, man. But like, it wasn't <laughs> as bad as I expected it to be in the basement. Like, to yeah. me, the the person dead on the driveway, which we find out is the old lady. This actually ran over because homegirl runs her over as she's. Escaping. Oh, that was like, great. Yeah. 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 So like that's more grotesque than what ends up being in the basement. It was like, he's like, Sheriff, I got to come see this. And I'm like, when we finally did see like, oh, that's what they saw was that old, that one guy dead already, like hanging up with, his, you know, cock and balls hanging out. Like, <laughs> I was like, that's kind of bad. But I mean, I don't know if I'd have been like, this is the worst thing I can see here. Yeah. You know, I was like, expecting like a scene. carcass, like yeah. just a little massacre. In the basement, but yeah, yeah. To be honest with you, that's Over what was German, making me think right that now. it was going to be some kind of demon possession or something yeah, like that. Because like agree. maybe they had some crazy shit in the basement yep. going on, and you had like the everything. preacher on the TV, like talking yeah, about saying all that stuff, yeah. which is also another thing from Texas Chainsaw Massacre because they're trying to flip through the channels and the, there's a lot of like sermons mm -hmm. and shit going on. The right, I guess in the seventies in Texas they were like, bro, hellfire and brimstone, bro. Bring the brother Lomas would have loved to, you know, 70s <laughs> Texas. Let me tell you that much right now. But with that I, I being think said, he, I think he is from 70s Texas. Yeah, he probably is. They probably like been teleported. They finally <laughs> found a way to teleport somebody, and he's been teleported. You know, time traveled. Dude, uh, if you watch, if you watch any given Shmode, I'm I'm convinced that that guy has the power of teleportation because well, he's got. Let something. me tell you, after that that show we did the other night, uh, as you can see, I was in a different location and. After, right after we went off the air, I kind of blacked out, and I woke up the next day, and I was back here in my apartment. Crazy. So I don't know what the fuck happened, but I'm telling you, that Lomas guy. I man, on there? here goes it's talking about Lomas, man. Here comes the the story of the end times, which is final thoughts and scores, baby. I'll go yeah. ahead. Final thoughts. Uh, obviously, you can tell all three of us is probably going to say the same thing on this. We love the movie. The movie's awesome, good, great. Uh, not. It's not going to take in it. I don't, this movie will not be in my top five movies of all time anytime soon. May not even be in my top 10. But right now, shit, if I was doing a top 50 movies that I've seen in my entire lifetime, it's probably cracking it somewhere in there. Because wow. it's a pretty damn solid movie. I mean, pretty great. And I love horror genres. So in my, my top 50 is going to be different from a lot of people's, where my top 50 would have a lot of horror movies in it to be honest with you, where a lot of people would have those movies not even ranking their top 100, you know what I'm saying? So 
Like, it's not going to take over Silence of the Lambs or Seven for me or nothing like that. But it was still great. It was still fun. I would definitely watch this. There's a lot of horror movies, even some of the good ones that I watch. I don't really have to care about watching again and never really do. But this is a movie I can definitely see myself. Like, I've literally, because there's not a lot in the movie theaters, have thought about going to see this movie again in the theaters um, and everything else. This movie's good enough to the point that the very end credit scene, because they make your ass sit through yeah. the whole damn credits. Yeah. But at the very end of it, they give you a sneak peek of what could be a prequel. I'm hyped for it. I hope they make this movie. I hope it's the same actor. I hope it's the same uh, actors and everything else. Like, it, well, it's like been confirmed. As, they're work. They're working on it right now. I, yeah. I so, like, 100. percent so, I'm glad this is happening, happening because this movie deserves it. I think it's actually going to be a cool little different style story set in a different time period, obviously, because it's going back yeah. to like 1918 or something like that. Like crazy early times in America. The origin stuff. story. It's Pearl. Yeah, exactly. It's so, origin story and same actress too. Just, yeah. So it'd be mind, really right? cool and really fun to actually like see young. this. Yeah. See this stuff like come out to fruition and do everything. So I'm really hyped about it. Now, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to give two scores. Okay? okay. So like if I were to put this in, uh just movies period and not just in a horror genre but movies period as a whole this movie i would grade as like a seven and a half i think it's solid pretty solid movie like seven and a half now if i was grading this on just the, in the horror genre itself right like so how good this movie ranks up against horror genre other movies this easily gets like an eight and a half to a nine to me that's how good this movie was. It just didn't hit that like nine, nine and a half, ten. It's right around that eight and a half, maybe right there at nine kind of scale because this movie's solid. I think like this is one of those things that me and Dagan can attest to this, right? Like uh, me and Dagan, uh, we both love wrestling, which is like, you know, fake people fighting. And some people like to make fun of that and everything else. But know. like if me and Dagan. Roman Reigns hey, tricep. I'm pretty sure it's not fake, but sorry. Well, I mean, here goes the deal. It's. They know who's going to win and lose before they walk out. That's the part I'm talking outcomes. about. Yeah. But because of that, it has a stigma about it. So if me and uh, Dagan were going to sit down and go, hey, we got this friend. He might be a person that possibly would like wrestling, but he doesn't know a lot about it. What do I show him? You go and get like certain matches, right? It'd be like, oh, I'm going to go get this match because this match won't embarrass me. You know what I'm saying? You you want to show him a match like that before you start showing him Doink the Clown in like 90s WWE. You know what I'm saying? Like you want to get something serious that, that he can relate to. This is one of those things. If you have a friend that's kind of beginning stages of like, you know what? I'll watch horror movies now. I didn't like them when I was a kid, but I think I'm going to like them more as an adult. So they want to say like, hey, I kind of want to watch a horror film. I'm not a big horror genre fan. What do I watch? This is a movie I feel you can throw up there and give to them at the very beginning, and then and it not uh, it not embarrass your your, the, your genre that you love, right? Like this would be super solid for them to watch and be able to take points on. And so I would not be ashamed of throwing this movie out in front of someone who had just starting to get into and wetting their feet in the horror genre. <clears throat> but that's my seven and a half. If it's all movies. Eight and a half, close to a nine, if it's just in the hard genre score, is what I'm rating this movie at. But go ahead, Kayla, man, your final thoughts and, and what yeah. you think as far as a grade. Yeah, my final thoughts is um, that credit scene just does really get me excited to see um, that prequel because it's going back to um, that time period uh, that the old lady always wanted to go back. Like that, pretty much like the whole theme of that movie, like trying to get back to that beauty. Um, because that's what she always wanted, you know. That's what she's doing. What she's doing, 
mm -hmm. um, why she has attractiveness to 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 the um, final girl because uh, she she wants that beauty back. And then now in this prequel, we're gonna see her, you know, like that. Um, so that gets me excited. Um, also, the fact that um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, um, yeah, just really thought it was really good all all around. Um, my score would probably be like a, a eight and a half. I would go eight and a half as well, and and probably just period. I think it just was a really good movie all around. Yeah, so I'll just get eight and a half. Yeah, go ahead, Megan. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you guys. I think it uh, it it's up there for me. It, it's probably it, it's at the top of the list for at least movies that I've seen this year. I think it, it's it's amazing. I think like this and Scream. Were probably my two favorite movies of the year so far. So yeah, I was let down for Scream. So just to yeah. throw that in there is because, as you see, all three of us kind of sound similar in this movie, but we also don't have the same thoughts on all our movies that we watch. So right. I just wanted to throw that in there real quick. I'm not as big on Scream as, say, Dagan and some of the others. Yeah, we didn't even do a review of that. Well, I might have to go back on that one at some point. But uh, yeah, no, I thought I thought this was a, a very solid uh, film. Uh, again, maybe not a masterpiece, so I, I probably wouldn't go as far as to give it like a nine and a half and a ten. But I, I, I would probably go a nine out of ten. I think it's up there for me. As I said, it, it it's tough to like find stuff that's wrong with it to critique about it. You know what I mean? Uh, mm -hmm. So in, in that regard, yeah, re really looking forward to I guess the future of this franchise, this X franchise or whatever you want to call it. Um, this this prequel that's coming out it should be should be very very interesting. Uh, I feel like that might be it. I don't know if they need to make any more movies in this franchise after that, but I mean, we'll see. Maybe they'll be. I mean, they got to franchise everything these days. But I wonder. I, I really if like what we got so far. In the prequel, I love the fact they're on that same little pier, on that same little pond, and there's that gator. Like, and the and the girl's got the guy or who whatever it or whoever it is in the wheelchair, and that Pushing gator's kind of swimming like, up. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that gator swimming up. I wonder because, like, I don't even know how, how – I think gators can live for a long period of time, like super long. Like, so the I wonder if that's – could that be the same gator from the 1918 yeah. is out there murking folks in 1979? I think it whatever? is. Like, like it's could be. one gator for the pond. It's like their pet gator is split. Like, I, I'm interested in seeing it, though, man. It, it, it's, I'm pretty hyped about it, but, like, as you can tell, Girl. we're all – it's weird that we're talking about a movie with death scenes and and people getting killed and and old people having like old people sex and everything, but all three of us are smiling about talking about this movie overall and everything else and giving it high praise at the same time. So that's that that's what you got to think about when you're going to see this movie if you haven't watched it yet. I'm I'm going to say this is one of those movies that even if you don't love horror, you could still have a great time with this movie because. It does slap you across the face a couple of times, but it doesn't like hit you over the head continuously. It's not like the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre where there's a 30 minute of a woman just screaming her lights out like for unending times, you know, like and just nasty crap happening at pretty much almost every step that you take. This movie's not like that. So yeah. if you're not it's a big not horror like fan, it's not like torture porn either. It's not like soft, yeah, exactly. Constant like, murder. Yeah. Right, and the, the the deaths and the scenes happen really quick. So like, this is one of those things that if you're not a big horror fan, I think you can kind of take take your put your foot in the water and see if you can deal with this one because I think you you're missing something if you don't. But without that, man. With that being said, dude, it's time to get out of here. We going for 45 minutes or a little bit over. So until next time, guys. Peace. Mm -hmm.